Hi, everybody. That's Allie. And that is Dash. Welcome to our play date. Where we choose a game, sometimes make up our own rules, and play for a while. Enjoy listening and playing along. Or don't. We can't hear you. It's a podcast. <laughs> Art and design by Nate Duval. I love the last name Duval. It's such a good, it's a good, it's French, it's classy. It reminds me of Shelley Duval, who oh, I grew yeah. up with and yeah. I love. Yeah, Duval's a solid last name. It's such a, I think it's such a beautiful last name. It's so classy to me. If you're a Duval, what a blessing you have in your life. I just, I love your last name. I would not take it. If it was not mine and I happened to marry someone who was, I would not take it. It's yours. It's yeah. something the universe gave you, and I hope that you love it. And with that said, hi, little ghosties. Hi, little ghosties. And, and any- hi, Shelly Duvall, if you're listening. <laughs> I love you. And any little ghosties named Duvall, if we have any ghosties named Duvall, just yes. put it down in the comments below. I believe it's French. I think it's a French last name. And yeah. I, that could just be because I'm associating it with New Orleans. Oh, maybe. And I associate New Orleans with uh, French yeah. and Creole culture. And they have a lot of, like, du names, right? Like yeah, du- Dumont. Dumont, yeah. Yeah. Dubay. So, Dubay. No, that's a cover. That's a, yeah, Dubay cover. <laughs> Dubay. Yeah. Uh, what are we playing today? Um, Today we are playing a game called... I don't see any still. You gotta pull back. Pull back a little bit. In the car. No filter. Yeah. You can't see it from swipe. But it's a very colorful box. Yeah, it's a beautiful box. I got this game at Walgreens on sale. So if you're on a road trip like we are, second episode from the road. On third, this, actually. Third episode from the road. Yeah. Because we did one on the way up. That's right. And now so we're doing one on the way episode down. Episode three on the road. Um. Stop at a Walgreens and go to the game section and, like, grab some stuff to do in the car. It's a, love it. Check out the sales section wherever you go. Like, even places where you wouldn't normally go to buy certain... Like, you know, you go to Walgreens. You're right. not there for games. But check out the clearance section. Yeah. Sometimes they just have really are, cool stuff. Are people out here not checking the clearance section? I think there are people out here who are living their lives not checking the clearance section. You know, one thing that really struck me about moving to Miami What's is that, Allie? the Target clearance section is literally like four shelves and there's nothing there. <laughs> it's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. Because back home, the clearance section is a whole section. Right. You get the red sticker and you're just like, I don't need this. Right. But I'm going to get it because it's $4. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, Ooh, do you want to hear a tip on that? Which is really like peak target i know you don't shop there but Holy maybe World? yes but yeah, maybe some of some of our little ghosties might shop there and there's a great tip that i just learned recently and has really saved me some money uh on things i wasn't going to spend money on in the first place of course right. right yeah uh so if you go to walmart and you have the walmart app on your phone there is a barcode scanning feature on the app and you can, like, go to items that you were going to buy. So, like, it doesn't have to be clearance, but it happens a lot more in clearance items. You can go up to the clearance item and scan the barcode. And the price might be cheaper on Walmart online. And they will match it in the store. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, an item that was originally $8 has now been rolled back to five ninety nine, 
But when you scan it, it might be like $3 clearance on Walmart online. I would like to say that you used the term roll back, which tells me <laughs> that you are a long time Walmart yes. Yes. customer uh-huh. and also a watcher of Walmart commercials. Because <laughs> I would never have used that phrase. Well, I loved Walmart because I knew about it, but where I'm from in New Jersey didn't have it. So we didn't get to go to a Walmart until we moved down to Florida. And then I kind of overdid it, like you do with any new addiction. Yeah, you know? you're like, I've never had a Slurpee. And then you have one every, every day, day for a month. <laughs> and you're like, I I don't know. I have to, like, recalibrate how I feel about right. Slurpees. Because yes. this was too much. Right. There has to be a medium of a Slurpee <laughs> every day for a month and no Slurpees. No Slurpees at all, right? Like, yeah. Maybe one a week. So yeah, that's that was me with Wally World. So yeah, Wally World, get the get the app and get this. You could probably do the same thing with a lot of other retail locations. And Target, Walgreens. Money saving tips with Dash. All right. So today's game, no filter again. Well, whatever. The box is beautiful. I got it at Walmart. It's the candid conversation game. And it's by a company out of Nashville called Big G Creative. Big G creative and we're not going to play the way it's intended the the real game involves like dice and it's better if you have more than two people it's technically a three plus player game so we'll have a guest on we'll play it the real way at some point but um for now as we advertised in the opening of our show sometimes we play by our own rules we're gonna just make up our own rules and we're just gonna use these uh conversation cards to have a conversation yeah, yeah there's two questions on every card uh, there's a top question and a bottom question, and we decided uh, we are both going to answer both, both questions. questions. Yeah. If right. they apply to us. If they apply. If not, right. you know, pass so, is an right. option. Is an option. Sure. Okay. So first set of questions. Describe a time when you thought it doesn't get any better. This Ooh. That's a great question. That's a fantastic question. Uh, I know mine. You know yours? Yeah. All right, go ahead and you do yours while I think of mine. Mine is, I, I went to Greece. It, I mean, it's years ago now, probably 10 years ago now. And I was there for a program. Um, and it was a bunch of teachers from all over the U.S. And at the end of the program, you know, we had been together a week, 10 days, whatever it was. And we had this tour guide who lived in Athens. And he has um, had, I don't know if he still has it, uh, an apartment that was basically the highest point allowed in that part of Athens um, because they have building codes that you can't go past a certain uh, height. And so he had the top floor apartment of this building in Athens. You can literally see the Acropolis from this man's like windows. Wow. And so we go out onto the roof and it's all of us, you know, we spent all this time together. We've had these, you know, really uh, wonderful conversations. We all ended up having to go to the hospital together because somebody broke their arm on the trip. Oh, like, no. you know, you really bond with people when you're sure. like away from home. Yeah. And we go up to the rooftop of, of our tour guide's uh, apartment. And, uh, you know, we were, we were having beverages, someone started, uh, singing karaoke and all of a sudden we are like singing karaoke 
Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody on the rooftop in Athens. And I remember thinking, like, you have to remember this because life does not get better. Like, this is it. Uh, And I have another one, actually. Ooh. Yeah. More recently. Mine are all travel-related. Sure. um, More recently, I was working and chaperoning a trip to Austria. That's right. And I think I've told you this story, Mm -hmm. but I haven't told it on the pod. And at the end of this particular program, they bring in um, a a musician. So they brought in a classical pianist. The man is, I mean, truly like makes his living as a pianist. Phenomenal artist, phenomenal uh, musician. And um, one of the students who was on this trip, you know, we have dinner together. We're Having, having a good time. The kids are kind of having a party in the in the downstairs area. I'm just sitting by the fire, you know, kind of enjoying being in this castle. It was in a literal castle. Um, and one of the students asks this this piano player to play a couple more songs. Okay. And so he um, plays starts playing Hyper Ballad by Bjork. And I know that there's two people in the room who know that song, and it's him and it's me. Yeah. And so he's singing and playing Hyper Ballad by Bjork, and I'm sitting in this, like, great room of a palace. There's a fire burning. People are just, like, I'm sorry. There weren't any books in the room. There's, like, beautiful art, and there's, like, you know, the the students were just celebrating. They were really being kids, which is something that I, like, enjoy observing, just, like, 18-year-olds acting like 18-year-olds, you know what I mean? In, like, a very wholesome, sweet way. Um... And that was a pretty good moment too. I was just like, I'm I'm listening to Hyper Ballad by Bjork, played by a world class musician in a palace in Austria. This is pretty darn great. That's awesome. It, it, it can't get better than this, as the card says. That's great. Yeah, That's it was time. good. There were some good, good times. Uh, you got one? I think so. I, I you don't want to take one of mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was any one specific moment, but rather like a, a certain section of my life uh, where things were pretty good as far as I can remember. And it, it may just be rose colored glasses. Right. Um, but there was a portion of my life and it was I think it was the year I turned 30. Um, so. Yeah, it was the year I turned 30. And in that year, I. Got promoted to my new job. Uh, so I was now, instead of just being a regular uh, staff member and employee, I was now the coordinator of a department. So I oversaw people and right. stuff. Um, so it was just a new stage in my life, in my career, really. Uh, I just started doing improv that year. If you remember, I turned 30 yeah, while we were. I think so. Yeah. I think um, so. You know, I just started doing improv. Uh, I was coming off of what now is what now I consider the peak of my wrestling career. So I was still wrestling, um, uh, and it was a good time in my wrestling career. Uh, uh, I was dating this awesome girl. I don't remember what her name is now, but it was around that time. Yeah. Um, you know, someone I still talk to to this day. She, she was cool. Well, you you keep in touch with most of your exes. Yeah, I keep in touch with most of my exes. So that's, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope she's doing well wherever she is. Um, 
so yeah, it was, uh, I think that time was a good, you know, I was in a good relationship. I had a good job. Yeah. Both of my hobbies were, were up and kicking and doing good things. I honestly feel like life starts to get really good in your thirties. Yeah. And maybe it's just cause I'm older now, but like for me, there was so much uncertainty, even into my thirties, there was still a lot of like uncertainty about some really big things in my life. But like I started to care less and I started to prioritize those things less. And I started to actually just like, okay, but this is where you are. And like, if you're going to look forward and wonder and hope and worry and blah, 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 like that's not going to get you any farther to that goal. You have to enjoy what is here right now. Right. And like, I, I don't know. I feel like life starts to get good when you right. when you turn 30. Yeah. I feel like it around, around your 30s. Around right? your like 30s, 20, yeah. 28 maybe. Yeah. But I feel well, like that's when it really starts to get good. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff that happens. Like, you're, you've been building up. You know what I mean? Like, you've been revving up to certain things and around your 30s. Is when those hey, things. kids. Grandma Allie says <laughs> life starts to get good in your 30s. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I think. I agree. I agree. There's a lot of stuff from your teens and your 20s that you finally shake off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. In exactly. your 30s, yep. right? Yeah. And then hopefully all the hard work that you've been doing career-wise or whatever, if that's your thing, right? If that's what you use as a measure, right? All the hard work you've been doing in your teens and 20s sort of starts to pay off in your 30s, Yeah. right? It's good. You've been through all the bad relationships because you didn't know anything about relationships. And now you're in your 30s, so now you know what to look for Listen, in relationships. Don't, don't get us wrong. You're not going to have it all yeah, figured out. Right. I still sometimes look around, and I'm like, I need an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in my 40s, and I still am like, I need an adult. I sometimes, am an adult, and I need an adult. Right. Um, I'm an adult, you're an adult. And there's no point. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone ever has it figured out ever, and I think right. the people who do are completely and totally lying to you. Yeah. Um, but you start to feel so much less unsure of yourself. Yeah. You know, it just, I don't know. Life gets good in the thirties. Yeah. I feel. What's the bottom? Bottom question. What song title best describes your social life? Mm. Your social life. What song title best describes my social life? <laughs> I'm, this is the first one that came to mind. Crazy train. Black Sabbath. Really? Crazy yeah. Why not? Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't mean that in terms of, like, my social life is crazy. I just mean, like, I have my little posse of weirdos, and I love them, and they love me back, and that's it. Okay. Uh, and we did, you know, we're coming off an improv festival where yeah. we saw some stuff that's just, like, you bring in a muggle, as they say, yeah. into that, and they're very, or what did... What did the guy call it? He said, a civilian. A civilian. He said, uh, you know, as a civilian. So you bring civilians or you bring models yeah. into that situation. And it seems very weird and off-putting. You're like, these people are crazy. Yeah. But um, those are the kind of people I like. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So maybe crazy train. Um, God, I can't. You know what? I like bring in me. the clowns. <laughs> bring in the clowns. Uh I don't know. I just, I, honestly, right now it's because more like song titles escape my mind than anything. That's uh, also quiet. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. My social life is very non-existent. Uh, 
I mean, no, you, untitled. Untitled. We're just going to call it untitled. You, you know me. I'm sure if I tell you, you could probably figure out a song title that would work for it, right? But, like, my social life is very much like, what are we doing? We're going to go do a thing. All right. We're going to show up and we're going to do the thing. And then we're going to go our separate ways, right? Like, mm-hmm. are we going axe throwing? All right. We're going to show up at the place and we're going to throw some axes and then I'm going to go home. Like, I don't know. I'm just, it's, I'm weird like that. All right, little ghosties, hop in. Hop in <laughs> and tell Dash what song describes his social life. Yeah. You know, I have my, my very close circle of friends, right? Like, I have my, my wrestling buddies, and we get together, and we watch wrestling and have fun that way. Why I have my improv friends, and we get together and do improv, you know? Um, I tr- Yeah, that's, that's my social life. Like, I don't party. I don't go to clubs. I don't... Yeah. Go to meetups. I don't do any of that stuff, which I should, but I don't. Yeah. Um, you tell us, little girl. Yeah, you tell Jump us. Jump into the comments and what song describes Dash's social life? Yeah. Yeah. Card number two? Yes, card number two. What is your hidden talent? <laughs> it's not as hidden because I've been asked that question so many times yeah, yeah, that I've it's told not it. not hidden anymore. Right. Really. Uh, but like my hidden talent, let's just say a, uh, um, gratuitous talent, like a weird talent that you don't really get to use or, sure, yeah. uh, I can catch a pile of quarters off my elbow. Yeah. That's my Ooh, Maybe we'll talent. do like a little video on Insta or something. Okay. A yeah. Bonus content. I mean, I've seen content. him do it. He can do it. Yeah. I don't know how one discovers one has this talent or why <laughs> one would spend time honing this talent but here we go i know exactly he puts a bunch of quarters on his elbow and then like quickly moves the elbow and catches the quarters i've seen him do it it was so there was an episode of happy days where they were doing a whole guinness world record thing right and like richie and his girlfriend were trying to break the record for longest uh what's the the ride where like somebody rides on your shoulders uh, it's not a piggyback ride. It's, it's, it's chicken or you're playing chicken? I guess. I don't know what it was. But they were trying to break that record. It was this whole thing about, like, breaking records, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, they had a cousin in town who was like, oh, I want to try breaking a record. So they were, but they didn't know what to do. So they found in the Guinness World Records book that there was a record for most quarters caught off of your elbow uh, or catching quarters off of your elbow. And it was, like, some certain thousand. For, and just continuously, like, here's a stack of 10 quarters, catch them, next stack, catch them, and in a certain amount of time. Oh, it wasn't like a thousand all stacked. Right, no, no, it's that not a thousand. Like yeah. But it, that's a lot of quarters. That's like yeah. $250, right? Like, a thousand divided by four, yeah, 250, yeah. $250 in quarters. Um, but the, the way they did it was they just had like like five stacks of quarters. And while he was catching one, somebody was getting the next stack ready. And they like they would give it to him, he'd stack it, he'd catch it. Then they'd go to the next stack, and like that. Um, and he tried to break the record in a certain amount of time of catching that many quarters. And I went like, whoa, that's cool. That's not something I ever even imagined doing. And I, was, I wonder if I could do it. So I just put a quarter on my elbow and caught it. And then little by little, I tried to do more and more and more and more. And I think my limit was 22 quarters at one time. And anything more than that, like if I tried to do 23, I would catch 22 and one would fall out. Well, your hand is only, is only so big. So big. Yeah. yeah. You got to have some big old, right. like, big old 
catcher <laughs> gloves. Catcher yeah. Hands, yeah. Okay. But uh, but yeah, like I don't know if I could even try to break the record. I don't know if I could break the it's record. It's even still a record. It's it even still a record. record. Mine, yeah, it might not be anymore. But yeah, that's my head and talent. I could put quarters on my elbow and then catch them in the air. Yeah, can confirm. Can confirm. Uh, what's yours? What's my hidden talent? Um. I think a lot of people don't know I'm actually, like, I, I write things. Uh-huh. I think people don't know that about me. Okay. Um, like, for example, your play that was recently right, right, right. done? Yeah, like, I, I have published, you know, work. Not a ton of it, but I've, I've published things and had things produced. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not really hidden, but that. Um. I also, I don't know if it's a talent or just a quirk, but I also just, like, make up songs. Like, in class, I'll just make up weird songs. I do it at home where I, like, put my cat's names into songs uh-huh. and stuff, which is, it should stay hidden because no one, <laughs> that's a talent that should stay hidden. No one should hear that. It's, yeah. like, a weird private thing that I do with my cats. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, do you think I have hidden talents? Uh, I know you tap dance. I, I I did tap dance for a while. That's yeah. a hidden talent. Yeah. You crochet. That's not that hidden. You yeah. Know, right. What's the definition of hidden? Like, right. I just do it secretly in a corner in my right. room. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Like, I don't know that hidden talent is the right word anymore. It's got to be like, like a unique like, talent. What's a, or... what's a thing that I do that a lot of people don't know about, which to me, yeah. it feels like my writing. So right. anyway, right. I'll say that. Um, describe the craziest dream you've ever had. I have so many crazy dreams yeah. and I write them down when they're like, when I can, when I wake up and I remember and it's a particularly good one, uh, I'll write it down. Uh, a good, you mean like a storyline? Yeah, line? like a good storyline. Like, cause I write it down and I think to myself, like, you know, if I took this concept and polished it off so that like there wouldn't be random dream stuff in it, right? Like, if you like told your brain, this is how stories work, right? right yeah. Instead right. of just the chaotic energy that uh-huh. you're giving right now. Right. Uh, this would make a pretty good movie or a script. Have or you all heard that? That was an Indian trail motorcycle next to us. Yeah. It's a pretty nice bike, actually. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a great day to ride a bike. Um, motorcycle bike. Motorcycle bike. Uh, so, yeah, like I write them down sometimes. I know there's one. There's a there's recurring dreams that I have where wow. like it's a very Jurassic Parkish situation. I want to have a recurring dream, but I don't. No. No. Huh. I don't have like the typical dreams. Okay. I don't have that many. Well, I guess you have dreams every night, but I don't remember them. I don't think I sleep well enough to okay. like be in a dream and come out of it. Gotcha. Um, I don't have recurring dreams. I never had a flying dream in my life. All of the kind of tropes, I just yeah. say, my, I don't have them. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I know. Um, do you have a specific dream? That was the craziest? Uh, well, That's the adjective here, craziest Yeah, dream. I'm sure, like, if I looked in my notes where I write down all my weird dreams, I would probably find some good ones. But, like, none are sticking out right now. Uh, I mean, the only one that sticks out of my head is a recurring one where we're, like, it's, it's again, it's very Jurassic Park. Like we're in a lab or whatever and dinosaurs have escaped and we're moving around and trying to rescue people who are still in there. But is there are always, also dinosaurs roaming around the halls. Is it always the same people? Uh, no, it's, different, people, it's every different people every time. The the only 
I guess the, the, the elements that stay the same are it's a laboratory science building type situation. That's mm-hmm. a recurring theme. Okay. Something has escaped and is out and about roaming the hallways of the this building, lab, whatever. Scientific situation. Scientific situation. Um, and there are people who need to be rescued. That Those are the three recurring themes in that... Uh, that dream but then like more often than not it's dinosaurs sometimes it's like zombies or weird like doom monsters uh the characters are always different the people who need to be rescued are always different the weapons we use are either like super futuristic or very retro or just like melee weapons just a rock just a rock right yeah like that always changes yeah that's really interesting I have one, and this dream, like, truly shook me, and I think about it still. Yeah. I was I was probably in high school when I had this dream, like, 15 or 16, mm-hmm. and uh, at the time, I wore, like, an ankle bracelet. Okay. And so in Not like dream, an ankle monitor. No, like okay. an ankle bracelet. So in the dream, uh, I was in an aquarium, and the aquarium was, like, a big hallway. Right, so it's like on the sides, and it's also over my head. Right, okay, I think okay. Shed Aquarium in Chicago yeah. is. I've seen this. Kind right. You're of walking like through a tube. Yeah, and it's yeah, all right. Weird. You're walking through a big tube, this fish or whatever. But in this uh, particular scenario, I was with my friend Leah. I don't know why. Uh-huh. I don't know why she was with me in the dream, but we were there looking in the aquarium, and it was a bunch of like stingrays, like stingray exhibit or whatever. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, we're walking through, and the gra- and the glass just like does that thing that it does in like horror movies or action movies, slowly. where it just cracks, and then the cracks just like slowly expand, and you hear that noise right. until the whole wall shatters, and these stingrays start like flowing out and flowing out and flowing out. Oh my. And I realized that stingrays don't have teeth, but the stingrays in my dream had these like horrible beaver teeth. <laughs> and one like caught onto my shin mm-hmm. and like bit me. And at that moment, I wake up and I'm like restless in bed. So I move and my ankle bracelet had fallen off and my foot touched it. And so for a second, I was convinced that there was a stingray in bed with me because I felt something that was not the bed in my bed. Yeah. I lost it. So to this day, I'm like a little scared of stingrays and I don't wear ankle bracelets to bed. Wow. Yeah. That one really sticks out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. I know. Yeah. Woo. That's a great one. Wow. I also love when, like, dreams include people that you haven't talked to in forever. Like, just randomly, like, they're a character in your dream, and you're like, oh, what? Like, I, met, I met you once. We had one interaction. Why are you here? Right. I've had that too, where I'm like, I'm sure I've seen this person's face yeah. because they're in my brain, but yeah. like, I don't know who you are. Right. And you're, you're welcome to my dreams. Stu- I'm not going to say a fact because really it's just studies have been, have shown, um, that your brain cannot make up faces. Yeah. So if right. there's a face in your dream. It is because you have seen that face, even if it was just in passing. I heard that too. Yeah. I, I don't know how too. you prove that. But that is the that is the study. Yeah, I don't know how one would go about actually proving that hypothesis, uh-huh. other than like making someone wear 
a GoPro and recording them for years and then also somehow recording their dreams. Yeah, right. There's... But um, I heard that also. Yeah. Yeah, which is why I feel like, right, this person's face is in my mm. brain somewhere. Brains are wild. They are. Um, hey, Dash. Yes. Question. What did you like slash dislike about where you grew up? Ooh, what did I like slash dislike about where I grew up? Uh, so I grew up in New Jersey. Um, and some of the things I liked about it, I liked it when it snowed. And it may just be because I was a kid when it happened, so I never actually had to deal with the snow. The snow just meant, A, there was no school, and B, I got to play sure in the snow. Did, sure right? Did. Uh, and also your friends could come over because yes. they also didn't have school. Right. They also didn't have school. But it was just like looking out the window on a snowy night where like nobody was really out because there was a blizzard. Right. So there's barely anybody out in the streets. There's just a calmness. Yeah. You know, the snow is falling. Everything is sort of like white and the sky is red. And all like the only lights are just sky, like, the sky is red. Yeah, that well, I mean that's how I remember it. The sky would be red when it was that's snowing. Red. I don't know, it was just red. That's horrifying. I don't know. That's just how I remember it. That's sky like was a red. science fiction. Movie. No, you know what it might have been. Uh, and obviously, I'm not a meteorologist, but uh, meteorology was a hobby of mine for a while. Um, <laughs> that's such a dash sun, sentence. To say anyway. a, isn't it a dash sentence? Um, if the sun is setting at the same time that you're getting the the snow cloud cover, uh, it could just be sun rays coming in sideways. You know, like how it gets the sky gets red right before a storm. Yeah. Like that, but with a blizzard. All right. Yeah, that happens. Okay. Um. I don't remember ever seeing red sky. With yeah, snowfall. I do. Uh, but whatever. It was very, you know, it was just very calming. And then, like, because of the way that our building was set up or whatever, like, you grew you, up in, like, an apartment, right? Yeah, I grew up in an apartment, apartment building. Yeah. Um, on the second floor of an apartment building. And you would just, like, put a blanket over the, we had those, we had heaters. But the heaters were these giant, like, metal things that were built into the building. Like radiators. Radiators, yeah. They were just built into the building. I love those in, like, old hotel rooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Them. Uh, but what you would do is you would just take like a really thick blanket and place it over the heater and then you would either lean against it or sit on it or whatever. So you would have that heat right next to you, but then the, uh, you know, the cold window and the cold air outside while you're just watching this calm snow falling. Yeah. Ah, so beautiful. So that's what I loved about New Jersey. Uh, the things I hated about New Jersey. Uh, when it got hot, it got really hot. Yeah. It got super hot. Um, and now you live in Florida where the heat is absolutely uh, relentless. Believe it or not, I feel it's actually worse. It's disrespectful level of heat. It really here. is. It's bad here. Um, you think Jersey was worse? I think Jersey was worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Jer the Jersey, it was less. And that's funny because as a kid, I feel like we're much less... Mm -hmm attuned to like how hot it really because right. you're a kid you're running around constantly yeah, you don't no but it was they were like you would get heat warning like now we get them all the time because they i guess they have a new national weather thing where they put out heat warnings 
Yeah. Um, but back then, to get a heat index warning was like a big deal. Yeah. And I remember sometimes in the summers we get two or three of them because when it would get it would get like 110 degrees. Oh. Like, do not go. People's shoes would melt into the sidewalks. And I, I think a part of it is because we lived in the city, the buildings block any sort of wind from cooling things down. That could be it. Um, whereas here in Florida, everything is a little bit more open, so it's not as bad, but it's still it's still like 105, 106 degrees with the heat index. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was a different kind of heat. But yeah. Also, it's New Jersey, so everything smelled like French fries and garbage. You know? With the Sassona Broken Dreams. With the Sassona Broken Dreams on top. Yeah. I also Sorry. feel like in New Jersey there isn't a lot of hope and moving forward. Like it's a, it was a big city. I think that's changing. Yeah. I think a lot of people are leaving the city, right, New York, mm-hmm. and going to New Jersey because they're choosing to have a life that's like, I can commute into the city and have all this yeah. chaos and have this job, but I want to go and have a place that's like peaceful. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think, I think, I really do think that that's changing. Yeah. Our neighborhood was peaceful. I'll give you that. As far as, I mean, when I wasn't out there making a ruckus, playing basketball and football in there, in the streets. Breaking your arms, skateboarding. Breaking my legs, skateboarding. Legs, skateboarding. Like a ruffian. Um, it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't live in a particularly dangerous neighborhood. I mean, yeah. there, there were the drug houses and stuff, but you just stay and stayed away from them. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, here's another thing I hated. The apartment house directly behind our building would constantly catch on fire. I don't understand. Someone was getting insurance money. I don't get it. Man. Maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, it was mostly abandoned, and then they'd start building it up, and then it would catch fire, and then they'd, like, leave it abandoned, and then it would catch fire. Again. That's fascinating. I feel like it was a lot of, like, there were probably a lot of drifters and squatters and stuff living there. Um, you know, and when it would get cold, you start fires to keep warm, and then sure. stuff would catch on fire. Um, the but fire the, jumps out of the barrel, and yeah. then it's... But yeah, I couldn't tell you, like, in the time that we lived there, and I lived there until I was maybe 13, 14, um, it must have caught fire, like, four times. Wild. Right? The same house. Yeah. I want to know what was right. going on. Go ahead. What was yours? So what for did me, you love? What did you hate? Likes. I'm in in contrast of where I live now. I'm really happy. I grew up where there was. We had like a big backyard, and we had uh, a sandbox, and we had you know a big garden for a while. I remember my mom canning fruit for a while, and you know, and eating things from the garden. Like I'm really happy that I grew up like that where there was just like space and things were spread out yeah right um as opposed to like living in the city yeah i've um, been to your childhood home it's awesome yeah it's good it's good yeah. and seasons you know i really loved oh, seasons. seasons growing up you know snow days are fantastic yeah. i love fall oh, spring when um, the oh yeah and God, it felt like a community growing up you know um we didn't have a huge, huge, huge high school, but it was big enough to where you could kind of carve out your own little space, mm-hmm. uh, but small enough to where everyone sort of knew everybody else, right. at least a little bit, names and faces and stuff. So that was nice, too. It, it really did sort of feel like a community. 
Um, dislikes, it always felt small to me. Okay. It just always felt small, and I always felt like this probably isn't it. I got that. Yeah. Um, you know, this Like, this, this probably, was just a building block to whatever. Yeah, this isn't thing, the yeah. forever place. Right, right. Um, I just sort of always, always felt that. Um, and it may be a place I go back to later on in life. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it, it's just like you... you you get that, like, I want to get out of this small town feeling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I had that for a long time, which isn't anything to do with the town. I think that's actually more to do with me as a person, you know. Right. Um, but I think a lot of people feel that no matter where they grow up. They right. just think, I want to get out of here. Right. <laughs> and so I didn't get out of there for a super long time. And then I got real far. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You left very far. Yeah. So, that I have a lot. I mean, I have great, uh, great childhood memories. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. It was, it was great. I really loved it. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, what was the name of this game? Oh, uh, do we have another question? One yeah. more. We can end at five. You know, sure. do the last one on the card. Yeah, yeah we're, we're deep in this episode. We yeah. Can wrap it up. <laughs> so, uh, the name of this game one more time is you can't even see it is no filter. Uh, the Candid Conversation Game. And we haven't played this before. We should rate it. Yeah, let's do it. So the cards um, are really lovely. I haven't even touched the cards. He hasn't touched They're matte, right? Okay. Did I get that right? Yes. They're matte. Yeah, they're matte coated. The font is a really nice, clean, clear font. And then the the coloration on them is kind of, you know, yeah. greens and blues on the outside. We have some yellows. It's very colorful. Oranges, pink. Yeah. So I'm going to... I'm going to rate these cards a tie-dye project that you do at summer camp. <laughs> That's what these cards are for. Okay. I like a bookmark. I feel like they make it, they're very similar to bookmarks. And the box, box, good box. Also yeah, it's a good box. You didn't rate the box. I think the box also has a, has a UV coating where the letters are glossy, right? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the box itself is matte and the letters are glossy, which is very nice. That is called UV spot coating or spot UV. Okay. Yeah. So what do I what do I rate this then? Is it like a bottle of sunscreen for the UV coating? Is that how we do it? <laughs> Boxes of okay, put yeah. into a bottle of sunscreen? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right. Um, playability. We didn't play it the real way. Right. So the way we played it, I mean, super easy. But the real way remains to be seen. Yeah. There's dice involved. You got to have more people. And, right. You know, depending on what you roll on the dice, the certain person answers the question. Yeah. Um, Playability the way we played it, very easy. Yeah. Uh, like a game of catch. Game of catch and then fun. Right. Game of catch, right? Because this game has rules that make it more complicated, right? right. Uh, like regular baseball, but we played the catch version, which is just throwing the ball back. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, fun. I had fun. Yeah. I, I mean, we it. always have fun. Mm-hmm. This was a less like, yeah, da, 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 yeah, episode. <laughs> but it also more. wasn't like we played other conversation starter games that are much deeper and, and bring up a lot of feelings. Uh, and this one was just more casual. Yeah. 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 This is like a, this is like a good second date. It's like a <laughs> second date level of fun. Yeah. Okay. Where you like, don't feel awkward. But we're not ready to get deep. Yes, we're not okay. ready to talk about 
yeah, feelings. I like it. Okay. Yeah, the second date level of fun. Right. If you're dating people who are fun. Yeah. If you're dating people who aren't fun. That's your business. If I ever go on a second date again, <laughs> I will bring these cards along with me. <laughs> that would be kind of fun, actually. Yeah. Like, what would you do? Like, I've, I've thought about it often. Right. And, and we'll, I guess we'll end the pod on this. Um, I've thought about this often. Like, what if I showed up to a speed dating event with just like a deck of conversation starter cards? Right? Like, ding, I sit down. Hi, my name is Dash. Nice to meet you. Just say when. <laughs> and then just stop the cards and be like, here it is. Would you like to answer it or would you like me to answer it? When you told me that version of the story, it was you were also doing card tricks with the cards. Yes, that's right. And I feel it has to be one or the other. It cannot be both. It's either card tricks or conversation, conversation cards. cards, not both. Right. That's my advice to you. Okay. I'm terrible at dating, so take what you will from yeah. it. Thanks for listening, little ghosties. We love you. Thanks for coming on this uh, road trip with us. Thanks for listening to all of these episodes that are like countdown improv festival theme. If you yes. want to know anything about the festival, please message us. We love yeah. to talk about it. We're wearing um, the shirts right now. These are yeah. the official countdown improv festival. These are the official shirts, shirts for 2023. For the year. First year they've done ringers, which we love. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Message us about that and we'll be happy to talk to you about it yeah. um, or connect you with people who uh, know all the things about it. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. The two things that really help us out is leave us a comment, write us a review, if, uh, especially if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yeah. That really helps us out. Uh, check out the video version of this on YouTube and give us a share. Share our podcast with somebody you think would enjoy it. A lot of people just like to have podcasts on in the background. I feel like ours is a good one for that. Right. Yeah. You know? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Maybe wash some dishes, do some mm -hmm. vacuuming. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for listening to us, folks. We appreciate you, little ghosties. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Now we'd love to hear from you. You can visit playdatepod.us to watch our videos. Access our episode library. Find out more about our brand of quality, clean comedy. And contact us with any questions or comments. Improvisers love audience suggestions, so make sure you visit playdatepod.us. And the podcast you just heard was a production of Society Circus Players. If you like what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. And finally... If life's a circus, we're the clowns! <laughs> the lighting is like, because I have the like blue on my glasses, yeah. I feel like the whole time you just can't even see my eyes. All I right. just look like I'm in a Tron movie or something. No, you're moving around. You can see your eyes. It's not always in the same place. I try, and I'm also not paying attention to the camera, so yeah. I'm just, like, looking at you. Looking the lighting has also changed a bunch of times because it's gone from, like, super sunny to rainy to super sunny to cloudy. Yeah. Yeah. Florida in the summer is great! <laughs>